Welcome to Modernizing Biz Podcast. Everyone, welcome back to another episode of Modernizing Biz Podcast. On this episode, we have a very special guest with us. Pallavi Burman is here from HRX. Hi, Pallavi. How are you? Hi, Manish. I'm very well. How are you? All good. I have. I'm stunned uh, after seeing your energy all around. Before meeting you, I just uh, heard a lot about you from your teammates. <laughs> So better better be good things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good things not in a bad direction. I know you are um a very highly result oriented driven. So want to know what's your life before HRX look like? Corporate life you mean? Yeah, corporate or, life. Or should I be starting from scratch like if you talk about my education background, I'm a quintessential engineer who did mm. stick to engineering, moved to MBA, studied the world of brands mm. and uh, then took up job with brands starting from uh, Tata Tele Services that was my first job where we were launching Virgin Mobile in India wow quite a task because there was no GSM back in the or GSM was just kind of coming to play and we were launching CDMA phones mm. and we were selling to the millennials uh, so it was quite a task uh, quite an energizing company that was Virgin the way they dealt with youth from Virgin I moved to Reliance another big Indian business house yeah culturally very very different cities were different i started with delhi then i moved to bombay it was Amazing. a culture shock to me um both in terms of the workplace and the city it was the typical new girl in city syndrome where i started finding myself on the eastern side of bombay and then scrambling up and cleaning up my mistake and moving to the western side of bombay and discovering local trains and a whole host of things oh my god yeah from reliance happen uh, vip again a very different kind of a setup but quintessentially all of these have been indian business houses what i forgot was my stint with ibm as a programmer hmm i think barring that mnc i've always been with uh, indian business houses and uh, then hrx happened so in which department you was working so like i said besides programming manish i was always into marketing marketing and communication building brands that was always something which kind wow. of seemed very very exciting working on international brands mainly in the space of premium to luxury high street okay. sort of yeah, culture yeah. a lot of my work revolved around setting up of brands running mm. th- running those pnls um, creating their launch with splashes getting consumers to come to the store so all, all those typical marketing communications led stuff so in which year hrx happened and uh, why you feel like you were, hrx i would say it's uh, initial stage you have joined the uh, company right so why you feel that you why, why you have joined this particular venture because again building something from scratch is a very challenging task and back in those days in 20 so, i would so you say, know i didn't really set the foundation for hrx i came in to hrx at a very very strategic time when hmm. hrx was already planted the germ was already planted and the idea okay. was to take up that sapling and grow it into a flourishing tree Uh there was no why then I just joined it because I was supposed to get interviewed by Rithik Roshan Oh my god <laughs> that part was very very exciting and uh, I just took up that opportunity I think it came my way in 2017 which was after a very crucial break it mm. was my first maternity break and nice. um suddenly this happened and there were numerous questions hanging around saying how will you do it because mm. you are bouncing back from maternity it's a celebrity brand and that's when the whole celebrity brand piece became it became a mystery which i wanted to decode wanted to understand that what is this business of celebrity brands i had never heard of it before i had never worked on a celebrity mm. brand before i didn't know what it entails like what are the things that you need to take care of or be aware of or what are the specific skill sets that are needed 
but well um, i think i i cleared my interview with who, flying colors with riti who uh, who, to, who took your interview oh there were there were it was tougher than some of the corporate interview let me tell you because there were four different levels including oh me being assigned a task of sort of mm, creating mm, something mm. like a blueprint for hrx because like i said it was a time when the brand had to grow it was it was the springboarding time for the brand to kind of become a mark in the world of commerce and business by then it was the foundation was set it was strong enough uh there was a partner in mintra mm. there was a partner in kyofit there was an investment in kyofit wow but from there on we had to grow it as the first home grown fitness brand which also happened to be a celebrity brand so that mm. was the brief with which we got started and from then to now it's just been a super exciting roller coaster journey okay so in 2017 since you have joined the um the brand so what are the challenges because i know back in those days um they like the e-commerce landscape landscape what we are seeing right now is not that developed a lot of uh, people a lot of like there's very small niche niche percentage of people who have adopted the online shopping hmm. like it's i remember those days when i used to order something from mintra i remember i ordered my first t-shirt and and that is were of hrx i would say oh wow <laughs> yeah <laughs> so my mom is like how are you going to take this size the quality so there's a lot of myths around it we have seen post covid everything is on hike yeah but what are the challenges a brand as uh, while developing this brand you have faced um i'll not use the word challenge but i will sort of try bringing in the word um mm. vision okay when we started hrx which was way before i joined now technically i have to give credit to a bunch of other people who worked on this very very eminent people from the industry and overseas who kind of laid the foundation for hrx mm. there was a vision and all of us just whoever kind of joined fell in line with that vision the vision was to carve out a very very unique space for hrx because it is uniquely poised as a celebrity brand and that took okay. the fitness space from the home turf india All didn't right. have many indigenous brands any which way and this was also in the fitness space which was evolving Hmm. for indians i mean we we usually laugh about this and we give this example that back in those days we used to see women in salwar kameez and sneakers walking at the beach yeah. men going for walks in bermudas and regular polo t-shirts basically there was no fitness wardrobe for anybody there was no concept of fitness except for a handful who could afford the gym or go to the gym back then to have a vision of having an e-commerce only brand stemmed hmm. from the fact that a there was confidence in the reach of a celebrity brand if you have a celebrity at the helm of affairs then why don't you widen the reach so that you can reach the masses yeah. where the fandom resides now to be able to do that either you take the offline retail route or you take the e-commerce, e-commerce. route which is the lesser known which was a lesser known devil back mm-hmm. then offline retail meant huge investments and huge risks because Agreed. we were talking about i i think tier 2 tier 1 metro city is a very very big plan mm-hmm. So we took that punt. We said that HRX is going to be an exclusive e-commerce brand, and we will grow it like that so that the reach doesn't get impeded for anybody. Right from day one, if somebody from Nasik wants it, or somebody from Jaipur wants it, or somebody from Mumbai Thane wants it, it should be available to everybody. Everybody, yeah. And that was the thought with which it, with with which it started. And today, also, we continue to be only an e-commerce brand. We have not gone offline. Hmm. Uh, we're nearly at an eight hundred crore mark. Amazing. Grown across multiple categories and everything, all the categories, which I'm sure eventually we'll talk about during the course of the conversation, is only on e-commerce. So, what are the categories currently we are serving? 
Uh, let's start counting them. Apparel, <laughs> footwear, innerwear, eyewear. There's an under 17 brand which serves for, which caters to 10 to 17 year old kind of age group. We have audio, we have sports mm. and fitness equipment, we have bicycles. We have um, hot food from Cloud Kitchen. Right. We have sports nutrition. And we're going to be having fragrance and grooming soon. Besides that, of course, we have cult gyms where we offer HRX workout. And there's a lot of digital content, which is kind of integrated mm-hmm. with cult. So this is the expanse of HRX today in All 2022. Right. So uh, recently, I've uh, heard about this thing that you're working out something on creating community. Yes. So now moving down to the marketing sides of HRX. What are the, see, in this digital space, if you look at this year of 2022. Yes. So if you type a word t-shirt or a sports shoes your product are maybe ranking on first second or third uh, search results on google let's take an example anyone on social media so you are having a very good digital space even having a good face of the brand mm-hmm. so how you manage to do that what is the marketing strategy in back end you are working on uh see Manish, you brought up today's um uh business scape so I would just want to sort of take a step back and talk about what has really happened in today's Mm. business scape, especially post-pandemic. A lot of D2C brands have proliferated, right? These are all available to the customer online. Um, They're selling on their website. There is no offline presence. Mm. For commerce to happen from within this clutter, basically what I mean to say, a consumer has many, many, many options today. And to be able to do commerce from within this clutter, we feel the path that we have chosen is to work with communities on ground, which are your super loyalists and users. To some extent, we have a cross-section between Rithik's fandom and fitness lovers. So they're emotionally as well as practically invested in HRX. Create that community. Community leads to content and advocacy, and that in turn leads to commerce. In a way, you also end up cultivating a lot of digital footprints by Mm. having a lot of people voicing for you, being your evangelist on the digital platform. And community on ground also becomes our flag bearers, right? Okay. They all happen to be super users in their different trams. So you talk about the runners. They are probably some of the biggest podium finishers who are with us, a part of our community. You talk about cycling. They just cycle for the love of cycling, no matter rain or storm. I mean, we've been doing it Mm. for straight 28 weeks now. Shruti from the team runs the whole uh, cycling community. We have run it unimpeded for 28 weeks every Saturday. Amazing. And people turn up to cycle irrespective of the weather, irrespective of whatever. So there's a running community, there is a cycling community, there is under 17 community where we're trying to unite kids uh, with the cause of fitness and mm. help them put on to this or get onto this journey of becoming fitter. We have uh, yoga, trying to As capitalize well on that community. We have HRX workout community at Cult and we are building the calisthenics community. Okay, that is something that is uh, not happening around in currently in Indian market. It's it's catching steam. Like, you know, every season has a flavor. At one point in time, CrossFit was a flavor. At one Mm. point in time, lifting is a flavor. Calisthenics is the new flavor. And also, I think it's it's becoming um, very interesting for people to take on because it's functional. It doesn't require too much weight except for the body weight. And it's done in open air. So these formats are becoming very interesting for the newer audience and especially the younger generation when we talk about millennials and Gen Z. So this community control or community management is kind of helping us in many, many ways. Mm. They go around, they create advocacy for us. They become our evangelist. 
we love feedback from them in turn because they are super users like i said they understand their space we you know we've gone actually ahead and taken the used shoes from our runners and sent it back to the lab for understanding that what does it take for a good pair of shoe to last okay. more than 100 days so that was used in your r&d as well absolutely and even with our runners women in terms of apparel and all like what does the indian woman want who's into fitness all these kinds of insights are derivative from our people we okay. saw our people wearing maybe i should name it like garmin or whatever hmm. that's when we realized why don't we close this loop as well why don't we create a smart watch because there are people who need it so all these kind of insights also Very stem happy. by working on ground and observing these people who are uh, evangelists Amazing. so um so this community that you have been hosting is both online and offline right what's your take on um utilizing this space of nft and metaverse let's say down the line upcoming years do you consider them to be the part of your community absolutely with all due respect that's where gen z is that is a part of digital community harvesting and we feel we have an advantage in terms of getting into the nft and metaverse space primarily because we can offer the tangibles yeah from our understanding yeah, what we have understood is any nft or any any digital community um people for them to follow any digital community or a cohort it is important that you give them some tangible benefits hmm. now in our scheme of things i mean we have rithik um if let's say we launch an nft where the exclusive benefit of that nft holder goes on to becoming having a dinner with rithik yeah there is a reason why everybody would want to similarly if we if we create nfts around fitness pieces and mm. we launch an exclusive collection only for the ones who let's say run 50 kilometers in a year or sorry 50 kilometers in a week or more there is a reason why people would want to so we feel there's a very important and very um strong marriage between what we can offer online in terms of the tangibles and the way we can leverage the digital community through nfts Okay if you want to put in simple terms your marketing strategies let's take an example if you want to jot down in points so that any e-commerce brand let's take an example a small e-commerce brand who is developing in any category from home so let's say a um, a housewife started selling homemade cookies mm-hmm. it can be an e-commerce startup so what are the marketing strategies that you can highlight you, which you uh, which you have got benefit out of it hmm. as a brand in in this journey of almost um almost a decade now hmm. so what are those strategies if you can highlight in simple words if you can jot down the sure. points so i think first since we spoke about community let's just bring up the community aspect because when you cater to a cohort when you keep talking to them and hmm. keep delivering to them your kpi in terms of the repeats become yeah. very strong so customer repeat rate is very important for laying down a robust e-commerce brand hmm. because that's where your maximum revenue comes from from the customers who are coming back to you again and again no matter repeat what repeat customer second i think the cross pollination or the collaboration because that brings in newer traffic hmm. and then it's subject to us it's up to us how do we convert them into existing consumer base in our case because our range is so wide in terms of the different product offerings and they also happen to be across different platforms hmm. any kind of cross pollination or collaboration has always helped us benefit because it brings in newer traffic uh to give you a simple uh, analogy the traffic on mintra hmm. who lands there for apparel and fashion is very different from the traffic which lands on flipkart okay because flipkart consumer is buying accessories and equipment hmm. they're not really the same as th- there is an overlap for sure but there is room for newer people now if we cross pollinate 
इफ यू क्रिएट समथिंग टूगेदर देन देर आर देर इज लाइकलीहुड ऑफ द ट्रैफिक इंक्रीजिंग बोथ वेज विच मीन्स यू आर ब्रिंगिंग दिस गाय हेयर एंड दैट गाय देर and this is just two platforms we have multiple platforms we have go noise we have uh, mm. we're going to be launching our sports nutrition we have cure foods eat fit we have um, this cult fit cult fit yeah. so there are multiple platforms that we work with multiple partners that we work with so this really gives us a lot of benefit and third i think is a very strong content strategy at the heart of it all where now we have started pushing the consumer towards the kernel earlier we used to create content hmm. with a lot of influencers which continues to be the practice right now our content is also becoming heavily user generated that means okay. we've just opened up the community saying hey guys looking for hrx athletes we invite applications all right people put in their entry we shortlist eight people six people seven people we transform them and we have we've actually done that we've brought in a panel of experts hmm who do regular zoom calls or meetings or physical training with them and they have actually transformed people we have changed lives for the good okay and all of this is going around and amplifying our authenticity uh, as we are coming across as a brand which hands hold people hmm so i think these three things largely which is community like i said collaborations or cross pollination and content so you are actually documenting the content of the community in the third strategy that you have highlighted I mean that's the only way you can bring offline and online right, together, right? Right, right, so and that's where I would say your the co- cost is also lowering down because influencer marketing again a small brand can't afford if you're talking about an, a new brand that is developing. Yes. But yeah, again it's a cost friendly plus again um the ROI is very positive in that sense. So I mean, uh, our influencer strat- strategy is very core to us. It's not like one off budgeted exercise where you mm. hire ten macro or ten yeah. nano or. they're all a part of a system we call them our key opinion leaders or kols they are integrated in the system so mm. we tap on their door again and again the same person gets reached out again and again the same person gets featured in our campaign the same mm. person comes and shoots a catalog also with rithik it is basically being a rounded thing it's it's not like an outsourced thing where you just outline a budget saying oh these 3 months we need to shoot with macro influencers because we want so much reach so much impression um thankfully it's not driven by those kind of metrics it's basically having them as a very core part of our strategy and working in tandem with them hmm. so cost yeah i mean it it reduces the cost but what is what it also does is um not re- rather let me tell you we channelize the cost in a different way okay. rather than paying the influencer we take care of the influencer in many many ways in community building activities absolutely so let's say if if you come on board your goal you may have a fitness goal you may want to be able to cycle 100 kilometers 200 kilometers or set a national record mm. we handhold you we give you all the possible aids right from apparel to training to food to cycle to equipment wow and we help you achieve that so it's okay. basically partnering with somebody in their dreams and vision and becoming the brand which helps them accomplish it fine so in which year mintra happened and what do you feel so because i seen that um the the uh this marketplace so majorly all of the marketplace in not name it but a lot of e-commerce brands are really dissatisfied out of them so when uh, when mintra happened how did it happen if you can help us out with the back story yeah sure so really back back story basically hmm. so rithik and exceed uh came together into a partnership called hrx Okay. Rithik the hero, he was an icon for the country. A lot of researches were run. 
um i think imdb research uh, gave us through the result at us saying that the country recognizes and even globally people recognize him as the hero hmm. and he is iconic in the space of fitness so all the resources at exceed and rithik together got together and we said okay let's create a platform where i could share my life lessons and if i am the hero let me take this let let me speak from the pulpit and inspire people yeah. to become the better versions of mm. themselves that's when the that documentary was, also happened yes i i remember yes. that the transformation for which movie i guess war yes yeah, but that, that, was, that, was, that was much later that was yeah that was much later almost war. like yeah amazing. but but that is the that is the purpose that hmm. a hero who's perpetually a hero also goes through very very human challenges right yeah while you may assume seeing on the screen that he's he's always a 10 on 10 hmm. but behind that 10 on 10 a lot of effort goes on we said let's talk about what goes behind the scenes to make a hero the hero so that everyone starts understanding that you too can become a hero yeah so there is no magic it is hard work perseverance discipline consistency and how does a hero do it hmm so HRX came into being. Now, HRX Blueprint said it's going to be a fitness brand. It's going to be borrowing from the icon that Rithik is and inspiring and motivating people to become the best version of themselves. And through the research, we kind of came up with the categories that we need to be in. Fitness, of course, you need to be in athleisure, fitness gear, activewear. Mm-hmm. You need to be in footwear. You needed to be in equipment. And a lot of ten, twenty categories were listed through the research. Mitra was new like you were saying back in those days it was 2013 that I'm talking about the e-commerce oh landscape was just getting set Mitra had also moved from being a books platform and a gifting platform to becoming to a, a fashion, fashion destination I guess it required by uh, Flipkart Mukesh as well Ban- yeah yes it was with Mukesh Bansal when yeah. we started speaking about HRX and again the gentleman's vision said that we need to have many many private labels any mm. business for it to thrive needs to have private labels mm. so hrx went and sat as their private label in the sports business unit wow. hrx became mintra's private label brand for sports and since then it has just grown so 2030 there was a first license which got converted into a joint venture because there was so much promise there was so much so much need the the mm. way the business was evolving the way the fitness landscape was evolving we were very sure that this is going to become very big someday so that was the first partnership with mintra and that's how we got started with mintra amazing so uh, since on this journey there like a lot of legacy brands present in the market uh, let's take an example they are here for 50 60 years if you name yeah. it like nike adidas so how you have penetrated the market in presence of those brands as well mm-hmm. because a people lot of people have trust in them and yeah. they're like they're here for a long period of time they're coming from western part of the world right so what are the strategies how you have um, cope up with that challenges so you know at the first level minish i think what we worked upon was keeping the positioning very very clean for hrx hmm if you talk about the legacy brands they are all for the athletic pursuit that's why the yeah. sports people wear them right when you want to shave off a few minutes from your race you wear something when you want to perform as a tennis superstar you wear mm, something mm. we never got into the athletic pursuit we stuck to being the brand which is for the everyday athlete which means it's it's for all of us in this room i am never going to run a race in the olympics that's not my never. pursuit right yeah. what i want to do is live a very happy fulfilling healthy life i want to do my bit every day 30 to 40 minutes so that i ensure that i'm living a healthy clean 
you know safe life so to say where i'm protecting myself i'm building an immunity and it's never going to be me becoming the boxing superstar one of those so it's for everyday people who make a little effort towards their health towards healthy living towards better living towards mm. becoming better in terms of shape size form in yeah. terms of where they stand in you know like lifestyle diseases so if you if you're trying to combat in case of women if you are somebody who's combating pcos or in case mm. of you know larger part of india diabetes or yeah. thyroid so we are for those everyday guys and we don't need to give put them in a quest for like uh crazy rigorous stuff it yeah. is something which we are aiding with them step by step on a daily basis so one was a positioning clarity mm. second was because uh, we are an offline we're not an offline brand yet a lot of benefits were being passed on to the consumers in terms of affordability and pricing agree by being an e-commerce brand we could transfer um price value to the customers almost instantly and uh, the quality is pretty much at par with some of the biggest legacy brands that you've spoken mm. about so it doesn't compromise on quality um besides that i think what what we can achieve is flexibility because we're not really a global brand so to say I mean it is us who takes the call mm. in terms of what do we want to do what's new and how do we want this brand to grow it's not really an mnc with a head office so we've been able to do a lot of customization we've been able to become a people's brand right so if you smaller little things in the beginning when we identified the women's collection for example was very snug mm. and we realized it's not really selling the reason if if we dwell into it we could sense that women do not like working in snug clothes in the same gym which is shared between men and mm. women yeah second is every body form is not so toned like the west you build a fitness brand mm. looking at the west but that's not what the indians are going to wear so you have to think of transparency when they're sweating you have to give them length so that they're covered and they don't they you know it's like little modest so that they don't feel uncomfortable or, or get nervy even in terms of the shape the indian body shape is very different all these insights have kind of gotten built into it so quality of the product the customization of the product the pricing um all of these things have kind of played together in our favor and of course then we have rithik roshan yeah so. the face of the brand <laughs> yeah he lends all sorts of legitimacy to it so uh, at the end of this episode i want to know like let's take uh, what what learnings what takeaways from your experience a small growing brand a startup can take out of it for me personally and mm-hmm. i think at large for our organization hrx has become a blueprint it has set a path for us to create more such offerings in our country what is a celebrity brand and what is a successful celebrity brand is something that we've learned from hrx and this has kind of given us a vision that there is room for more if if things are done right in a certain yeah, way yeah and it can become this formula can be replicated it can become um successful if you have the right story right people right kind mm. of team right kind of vision i think this can go on to becoming a very very successful and profitable thought in the world of brands all right that's it for mine if anything you wanted to add uh add anything at the last you go ahead i want to know when are you calling your people who we can host in bombay <laughs> they can be <laughs> soon, the new additions to our yeah, community yeah yeah soon soon definitely let's let's see let's discuss it off track after it Thank you so much for love you on being the show. I hope um I hope the audience will get some value out of it. I hope so too. Thank you so much Thank for you having so much. me Thank on Bombay. Thank you so much. Thank you so much.